This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the podcast. Da, 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 da. I don't know why. You have like a nice little, da, da, like a like you're trying to sing. It's nice. Oh, I'm not trying to sing. <laughs> I have a voice of an angel. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a, a, it's like Fergie and Jesus combined. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a, an angel, <laughs> special angel, of course. <laughs> it's a very special angel. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. This is America's Diesel Podcast brought to you by Diesel Power Products, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up and subscribe and do the bell thing. And yeah, when you pump those numbers up, those pump those numbers up. Seriously, we got rookie numbers going on. No, but it? It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, uh, we seriously <laughs> thank all you guys out there that uh, have subscribed, have liked, have have reviewed. Uh, we appreciate it. Keep those reviews coming in. Send those uh, send those into Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck, T-shirt size, and an address to send it to, and we'll get you a free T-shirt eventually. I'm gonna start adding eventually to the end of it. Don't worry, Michael Meredith. We're getting yeah. it going. <laughs> and so I like guys- I like I like being abused. That's maybe that's what I like being yelled at. So you just <laughs> that's what I, I wait for. I wait for someone to yell at me, and then I'll and I'll send shirts out. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate the insight too. Uh, me and Michael yeah. had a couple of emails back and forth about budgeting and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like uh, being able to connect with you guys on stuff that's obviously truck related, but also at other stuff. You know, life is not just trucks, believe it or not. Yeah, but. It, it's nice. It's 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 cool. It makes me feel kind of important. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And makes me feel makes me feel good. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, just like Tyra said with the review stuff. And uh, let's get keep into, them coming. Yeah, keep them coming. We I want to get up. In, we want to move up in those rankings. Whatever we got to do. If, if I got to take my shirt off, no. <laughs> now we're whatever talking. We gotta, whatever we got to do. No. Um, this no, got we, spicy. We, yeah, we re- we really like to move up in those rankings. We. Uh, We'll pretty much do anything. 
Yeah. And lastly, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Yeah. This is the very last plug for the whole thing. Follow us on Instagram. I do want to get those numbers pumped up. That really helps me when I try and get sponsors for the show because we have a following. So yeah. I know it sounds super, super superficial, but that stuff actually does help. So help us help you. Help me help it. Straight up CKY2K <laughs> yeah. status right there. Yeah. Oh, man. When he pulls the brownie out of the trash yeah. can, it looks like poop. It's, help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> help me help some you. of you are going to get that. Yeah. And some of you it's going to go whoosh, right over your head. That's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So today's episode, uh, I actually really like it a lot. So as you know, um, I recently bought a 97 Power Stroke. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... You don't even need me, right? <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> this is the real men talking now. <laughs> and uh, this weekend, um, I did a high-pressure oil pump on it. And yeah. I wanted to kind of go over with you guys what I went through, what I found, um, maybe some tips and tricks that might help. Uh, there's one product plug. And, if, I mean, maybe this will help you out if you're doing a, a high-pressure oil pump on a 7.3 in general, but more specifically the OBS because, yeah. like we'll get into, they are slightly different. Yeah. So go into first a little background of what you've been fighting, what, what, what you've been, not necessarily fighting, but just kind of working through. Yeah. If people are just tuning into this, this so, episode. So uh, I have two episodes about the blue truck so far. Um, I'm still battling a random check engine light related to um, injection control pressure. So high pressure oil pump being, and it just gives you a too high or too low code. It doesn't tell you like which one it is. Yeah. Um, but putting a, um, a scan tool on there, my voltage on the ICP is correct with what it's actually putting out. So I don't have a faulty sensor, but I'm still reading high and it's, it's throwing a check engine light and I get a lot, a lot of heavy fuel smoke on startup. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to narrow down towards O-rings. I've pretty much done everything on the outside. I did a, an injector shim kit. I'm not proud of that, <laughs> but I did it. It's one of those like, well, it's nice to kind of tear in. I mean, there's so many little tricks and stuff that people do. Yeah, I mean it's kind of cool that you, you at least tried it and kind of got in there and because I mean that was the first time you ever did. A I've never right? I, well, yeah, I've never taken apart one of those injectors before, so yeah. that's the first I've been into it. I figured if I was going to do it, I might as well just get it done and give it a shot. Yeah, um, it did help a couple of things, and I did learn some stuff about my injectors. I know for a fact that one of my actuators is pretty much toast. Yeah, uh, but other than that, um, and I, I shimmed them all as proper as I could. Uh, but I, I probably should have been taking better notes about which ones were shimmed or possibly machined before, and then at least know which cylinders they are so I can go check yeah. them later, but I didn't. So that's what I'm dealing with now. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, so I, I decided, I, well, I had an adrenaline hanging around, so I decided to put my adrenaline high-pressure oil pump in there. I'm still stock tuning and whatnot. Oh, I figured did the adrenaline. I did. I thought you were going to do that stock pump. No, nah, I figured if I'm going to get in there, might as well, just do, might as well do it. Yeah. Right. Cool. So I, it's time. Yeah, cool. Um, that's cool. So uh, I want to get into the whole process of like doing a high pressure oil pump. It's obviously if you're listening to this, it's you can't see some of the stuff I'm talking about. If you're watching, I don't. The only prop I have is the product plug, so yeah, don't feel like you're missing I'm out. With here, um, so the uh, first thing I want to talk about is tools. There are not a whole lot of special tools you need for this job. Yeah. If you have your basic set like your sockets and and box end wrenches, um, needle nose pliers and stuff like that, you're gonna be fine. Um, but there's some stuff that are, is definitely going to make your job easier. And if I had thought of it beforehand, or at least taken the time to find, I probably would have saved myself close to an hour, maybe an hour and a half, yeah. possibly even two hours. It's really kind of varies in there. So other than the basics, uh, you are going to need a torque wrench because um, you do need to torque that uh, the crankshaft, or I'm sorry, the, uh, the, the bolt for the gear on the high pressure oil pump. Um, it is 95 foot pounds. Um, the biggest thing with the tools as far as getting to that nut is that you there's a heater hose right there and the exhaust back pressure sensor hose or, and the hose, which is this cover right here. 
Um, to get in there, you can't use a deep socket and you have to use a three eighth inch drive. And my problem is everybody that I know of, and especially me, what are your extensions? Three inch or six inch? <laughs> yeah. You need like a four or five inch. Yeah. Um, and especially to adapt that over to, I mean, let's say you have a, a half inch long breaker bar or a three eighths inch ratchet breaker bar or something like that. That'll work for you. Get some more torque on it. But think about what torque wrench you would use to get 95 foot pounds. Yeah. It's going to be your half inch wrench. Right. So, um, and actually diesel tech Ron mentioned what he used in his video. And I didn't even think to actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's all right. When you're, but yeah, <clears throat> what he mentioned to use is a, uh, it's, I can't remember if it's a four or five inch extension that goes from a half inch extent or a half inch drive to a three eighths inch socket. Ooh. And then you use a normal, three eighths inch, not deep, just a normal three eighths inch, 18 millimeter socket to get that bolt out. You can't use a deep socket and you can't use an impact cause it won't fit in there. Hmm. You have to use a normal thin wall style thin socket. Wall si yeah. It's it, just trust me on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you may also find that, uh, as you try and break it loose, you start turning the engine over. Yeah. Um, I actually had to have my wife come out and hold a wrench on the nut on the alternator to use the belt tension yeah. to help because you just need, it's only 95 pounds so once you break right. it loose you're fine yeah um, so i had her come out and do that in all actuality i probably could have actually and sans mentioned this when i came in on monday he's like why don't you just put the truck in gear and leave it in park <laughs> the parking brake on i was like god <laughs> I have to bleep that's that out right. but like yeah. i was like yeah he's totally right um but do you want to really appreciate though with like doing a job is like especially with install instructions that i do end up reading is when they start out with, here's the tools that you need. Oh, yeah. A proper tool list? Yeah. I really appreciate that. So for the people out there that are maybe replacing a high-pressure oil pump, uh, oil, pump <laughs> oil pump, this is your episode because he's going to lay out, like, the exact tools that you need to do this. Yeah. So, you know, save this in the old save this on the old uh, filing cabinet. Um, <clears throat> so before we get too far into that other stuff, other tools, um, if you have something to empty the, the high-pressure oil pump reservoir, not a bad idea. Yeah. You don't have to by any means. I didn't. There's not that much in there, is there? It's, it's like, like a, a half a quart? A quart at most. Yeah. Like usually it's about three quarter of a quart. Um, but, well, there's oil in the pump too. Yeah. So you're, all in all, you're probably going to leak about a, a quart, maybe a quart and a half of oil into the valley if you don't do that, which is not that big of a deal because your valley is probably full of crap anyways. Right. And eventually that will make it towards the back and go down, you know, on yeah. the bell housing and make it look like your rear seal rear seals rear, are leaking, yep. but it's not. Um, so that's just part of the game. Um Having a drip pan back there is probably a good thing as well. Uh, to get the high-pressure oil pump out on an OBS truck, you have to take the, the fuel bowl off. Yep. On the Super Duties, you can usually get it out without taking the fuel bowl because it's further back because there's no mechanical uh, fuel pump. Yeah. On the OBS trucks, you have a cam-driven mechanical fuel pump, and that's there. So uh, you're going to have hoses that connect the fuel bowl to the mechanical fuel pump. Um, mine were really old and crusty. That's one of the things that also ate up a whole bunch of my time too Yeah. because uh, I ended up having to go out and buy new hoses. Yeah, um, I didn't buy pre-cut hoses. I just went to the, the auto parts store and said, these are you know fuel line hoses and these diameters, and I brought the old ones, and, and I just got a foot of each. I think it ended up costing like 20 bucks or something like that. Yeah. It's fine. I just cut it myself. Yeah. Uh, reuse the hose clamps or worm drive clamps. Um, so if your truck's got some miles on there, just plan on, and on buying those or having them with you at least, or just know that you know I'm going to make a parts store run, and that's going to be part of it. Yeah. Um, you're going to need a whole lot of rags because – because <laughs> if you take all this stuff out of the valley and you don't take some time to clean it out, just stop watching right now because we're not friends. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You're an idiot. I'm just gonna say. It. Don't be that guy. Yeah, just if clean. You out. have the uh, and and 
I'm going to preface that with, I understand there are situations that say you're, you're having to replace a high pressure oil pump and you're starting at one in the morning and got work at six. Okay, fine. Don't clean the valve. Okay. whatever. Yeah. But if you're doing this, you know, not rushed for the love of Pete, <laughs> clean the valley out. And I don't mean just get a rag in there and, you know, get it. I'm talking like, I, I usually throw at least two to three cans of brake clean at it yep. and almost a whole roll of paper towels. Yeah. And, and, and maybe just, a vacuum cleaner. I did use a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> so you get everything all, everything, like any anything wet, you try and sop it up as much as you can, hit a whole bunch of brake cleaner on there, sop it up. And you're going to start getting to notice like, wow, is that is that actually part of the head or is it, oh, it's all crud. Yeah. There's actually a whole lot of big grooves in that head that looks You'd be flat. surprised at how much stuff I builds up in a valley. Nuts, bolts, I found, labels. I found quarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found a Canadian corner. <laughs> I found all kinds of stuff down there because a lot of things get dropped and they just, oh, yeah. that's where they stay. Yeah. Um, so take your time, clean it up. I just, you know, blue towels, soak them up, throw them in the trash. Blue towels, soak them up, throw them in the trash. Uh, oh, that's one of those blue towels. Oh, yeah. Those things are so awesome. It's, just buy them in bulk, please. Oh, um, and then I, I usually get a uh, wire brush in there and just start brushing things off. Start There's no real out. rhyme or reason. Just, oh, it looks dirty. Brush that off. Rag. Brush it off. Rag. Yeah. Get down to bare metal. Clean that thing up. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you're in there. It's a perfect time to do it. And then I uh, I also, there, you'll find that there's like really caked in crud. So I get like one of those, just a small screwdriver and start scraping stuff up. And then yeah. a lot of that stuff's dry already. So that's when you get the vacuum and start sucking everything up. Yeah. Um, but take your time. And clean out the valley. Yeah. You'll thank me later because <laughs> if you have a leak in there, you can actually see where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, also, another tool if you don't have it because you're going to need it, a magnet on a stick. Magnet on a stick. That's <laughs> always handy. I don't... Yeah. yeah. You, you are going to... got to have one of those. You're going to drop stuff in the valley. You're going to need to get it back. That's just the name of... That's just going to happen. Can so, I tell a quick story about a magnet on a stick? Hit me. Okay. Magnet on a stick. This is where... Our, this, this story is why I will always have a magnet on a stick in my toolbox. When I first started working on... Uh, Cummins engines. Um, I was swapping out a CP3. I think it was a CP3. Might have been a VP44. I can't remember. It wasn't a, a VPC69? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but uh, um, those of you that have ever done one, they, you know that the timing cover houses the nut and a washer. Mm. And the shaft on the pump is conveniently small <laughs> to where, <laughs> in some cases, uh, people have lost the washer in your front timing cover. Not a good thing. No. <laughs> Not a good thing. Your cam is driven off that. The crank. <laughs> you ever heard of a killer dalpin? Yeah. yeah. It's a killer uh, washer. So I literally, I uh, was do. I, I can't remember if it was a VP44 or, or a CP3. I want to say it was a CP3. But um, anyways, I was doing one and... And I knew I knew before I was doing it, like, don't drop the washer. For God's sakes, don't drop the washer. <laughs> I dropped the washer. Uh, <laughs> You'll hear, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh, shh. Like, like, if you I can't quit. get that out, <laughs> like, that's your, well, you're pulling the front timing cover off, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of work that you didn't intend on doing. Yeah. And so it, the, the guy I work next to you had this magnet on a stick, and it was like on this, like, it looked like just like a copper, like, rod like very small that but it was like nice and flexible right with a magnet on it about i don't know about an inch and an inch and a half i took that magnet and i fished it down in there <laughs> the first try fished that down in there pull it up brought the washer out with it i was like i need to go buy a lottery ticket because yeah. that never happens like that I, I wonder how many times that does actually happen or how many people have actually lost the the washer or the the lock washer in there but yeah saved my life 
You want to talk life. about a range of emotions right there? Like you, when you drop the washer, you hear it go. You're like, oh my oh god, my god, my world just ended. Yeah. And then you get the washer out. You're like, oh, <laughs> I'm king. <laughs> like, like I'm magnet. invincible. <laughs> like seriously, now the magnet on a stick. The, the one thing that it won't grab though mm. is the inside the uh, inside flange of the uh, the dipstick tube on a uh, seven three. <laughs> won't grab that no. <laughs> so so now you're on a stick. back on this yeah, yeah. make it on a stick More um, a get one wouldn't be a bad idea to have some more uh some more hose clamps on hand in case all of yours are toast yeah. um hand tools are fine i used actually i have, I have a little drill that has a three-eighths inch attachment on there i use that a lot for the hose clamps because those things take forever yeah. you gotta make up time where you can yeah um obviously some extensions uh i i am a huge fan of extensions that are wobbly extensions Oh, but the man. ones that still lock it in there, sort of. Yeah, but it had yeah. to have that like like 10, 15 degree wobble. Yes. I freaking love wobbly extensions. Yeah. They are the best. Yeah. Okay. So now we got, I, I don't recall any other special tools. Uh, oh, uh, like a crow's foot mm. um, or crow's foot set or a, uh, mine are actually, so you have a crow's foot that would be like a box end wrench and you have a crow's foot that's basically like an, like a, uh, uh, for like fuel lines. So they grab mm-hmm. on like, yeah. what was that, four of the six sides? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have some of those yeah. and it's really nice on fuel line fittings and stuff like that. Cause they, they grab so like more of it than just a box and wrench would. Exactly. So you don't have to worry about stripping it out. Yep. Um, so that's, that's really important to have. Um, you are, you're going to potentially need some RTV unless you buy this bad boy, um, which we'll talk about later and probably something to scrape off sealant. Next piece of advice. And I mean this wholeheartedly disconnect your batteries. Yeah. Seems like, oh, I shouldn't really need to. I mean, it's just a, it's a pump. Let's, it's hydraulic. Let's face it. How many people actually disconnect their batteries I didn't. that don't? I didn't. You want to know why yeah. I'm telling you to disconnect your batteries? <laughs> and I speak you from- shock the shit out of yourself? Literally from experience. <laughs> because I was thinking to myself, especially when I got started, I don't need to disconnect my batteries. I'm fine. I do, I do this kind of stuff all the time. I don't need to disconnect batteries, especially because one of my battery terminals is currently being held on by a C-clamp. <laughs> it's kind of a pain in the ass. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, it's a beater truck okay guys leave me alone right uh, it's on the list of things to get fixed um and i'm like i don't want to take them off and you know what's conveniently located right where your you know your ratchet likes to lay down yeah your glow plug relay yeah and guess how much juice is going to have gold all of when it you arc it all your entire ba- both your batteries <laughs> both basically. of them yeah. yeah so uh for love of god guys disconnect your batteries uh, i arced it my my ratchet now has a burn mark on it so yeah I, I i fully did it probably could have killed myself uh, so disconnect your battery, guys. Don't don't yeah. be like me. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, that is one of the and, things. And this goes especially for the um, the newer trucks. <laughs> That's especially important. You know how many computers? Oh yeah. <laughs> sort of sensitive electronics are on there. Whenever you're doing anything, any sort of engine work, just just spend the five minutes it takes just to disconnect your batteries. Because I promise you, if you wipe out an ECM. You, you'll you'll be feeling that because yeah. they're not cheap. They're not cheap. They're not. not fun. I mean, not. You have less of an issue with that truck, other than the fact that you might just shock yourself. But, yeah. But might still, die. Whatever. Might die. I mean, <sighs> this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> but, I've had worse days. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, just yeah, just do it. Just do it. So disconnect your batteries. Um, you are going to need some extra oil because uh, once you finish installing it, you are going to want to uh, fill the reservoir up with about three quarters of a quart of oil. Yeah. Uh, anything more than that, it's actually just going to tip over the reservoir and go back down the front cover. Um, another thing, uh, one uh, another part two here too is uh, 
There's a guy on YouTube called Diesel Tech Ron. If you if if you've watched any YouTube stuff, you've obviously probably seen his seven three content. He has one about a super duty a high pressure oil pump. Give it a watch. Really good information. Didn't you say he died? He did die. Oh, unfortunately, he was, Sorry he was, I learned so much from that guy on YouTube. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. like real talk. That guy is amazing. If 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 you guys if this is the first time you've heard about Diesel Tech Ron, um, he's not you know he's not the Power Stroke Help guy or anything like that. Um, just Diesel Tech Ron on, on YouTube. He's done all kinds of videos as far as like trying to diagnose injectors. Yeah, good uh, videos lift pumps too. and good, good videos. videos. He's just a regular guy that happened to have a camera. Yeah, and, and the editing is like you didn't edit. Yeah, well, when I say quality videos, I don't mean the the, the quality of the video itself. I the mean the quality of the content yes. of the video is is is, he, is epic. He takes the time. And he's very knowledgeable. Like yeah. I, I never met the guy, and I was I was actually bummed and really sad to hear that he died. Yeah, like, it, it was it was one of those things, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, so now you might be thinking to yourself as you pull this, uh, you just you know broke the nut loose uh, on the gear for the high pressure oil pump. And it has a, a nut, sorry, a gear. Start it over again. You just <laughs> broke the bolt loose. Yeah. <laughs> it has a bolt and a really thick washer. Um, now, in most cases, and actually, as all the cases that Diesel Tech Ron has come across, uh, the gap on the front cover is thinner than the washer. It's a really thick washer in there. It's got to be over a quarter inch thick. It's oh, wow. really yeah. thick. Um, so if you pull that uh, that nut out or the bolt out, it's not a nut, it's a bolt. It's I, a I bolt, need my nomenclature yeah. right here. So you pull that <laughs> bolt out with that thick washer on it. If the washer happens to stay inside that hole, um, you don't shouldn't have to worry too much about it, you know, falling in that gap. Obviously, it's really good practice to pull it out with it, but yeah. don't freak out if it stays in there. Just, you know, get your magnet on a stick and calm down and get it out. Yeah. <laughs> um other than that, uh one of the things that really would have saved me some time. This little guy right here. Yeah. Um, if you've done a high pressure oil pump, you know exactly what you're looking at. If you haven't, you're probably looking at this going, hmm, not really yeah. worried about it, whatever. Ooh, um, what do you do, Basil? Yeah. <laughs> this is the cover where the high pressure oil pump bolt comes out. This is basically right in front of your uh, exhaust back pressure sensor. So that little metal tube that goes down to your passenger side manifold comes up, has a sensor right here. And then there is a heater hose right here that goes up and over to your heater core. This little guy right here is normally sealed to your front timing cover with sealant, which means you have to clean this thing off and the engine side to put the new one on. And it doesn't it's it doesn't have these holes on the bottom here. It's it's like just it's holes. Ears to it doesn't hold have it. ears. Yeah. Which means when you put the new one on, or when you put after you clean it and you put your new cover on there with sealant, you have to fish this thing down through the serpentine belt. <laughs> Behind your heater hose. With RTV on with it. With RTV on there. Don't get it on anything else. Put it on there and then fish your hand down there with a tiny 8 millimeter bolt and get it in there and get it started. What this does is, it's kind of hard to see on the back and I'll have to have Cam zoom in eventually or we'll take a pictures of this or something like that, but it has an impregnated O-ring in there. Yep. So as you put it in, no sealant required. You clean off all the sealant, never to use it again. You just stick it in and then you can put the bolts in with the ears. Yep. And it comes with two little Allen head. It's that easy. Stainless bolts. Yeah, I, I really wish I had actually taken the time to do this one, but I, I didn't. And I just yeah. did seal on it again. And uh, it's one of those live and learn type things. I'm trying to go through the process like most normal people would. Um, so I, I wish I would have done this. And if I have to take the pump off again, I will be putting one of these on. Yeah. Uh, one thing that it also does come with a additional oil drain port. I think it's a one eighth inch MPT uh, fitting on there. Should you have you go dual pumps or something like that? Most people are not. But it has, I think it's bigger than one. I think it's three eighths. Three eighths. Take the open it. Yeah, that's. Nice O-ring seal on it. Yeah. 
I think it's about three eighths. Yeah, about three eighths. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, so this is uh, manufactured by Driven Diesel. Uh, they have no idea I'm doing this plug for, like, I'm not going to yeah. do it for them. I'm doing it for myself, for you guys. <laughs> uh, we're not getting paid for this. So, uh, yeah. yes, this little guy yeah. right here, worth its money. I don't even know how much it costs, but yeah. it might be, like, 50 bucks or something like that. Yeah, And, uh, and I mean, check out some of the other stuff that they have for the 7.3. I would say probably Driven Diesel is, I would consider them one of the top manufacturers for 7.3 stuff. I really like their parts. Um, they, they put together great kits, high-quality stuff. It's you want not to talk cheap. about instruction? Instruction. That's how I was just going to say. Their instructions oh, are killer. Killer. Um, so it, really, really high-quality Power Stroke parts. In fact, they're one of the only manufacturers that I would actually recommend. Well, I, especially for this kind of stuff because they're really mm-hmm. one of the only manufacturers that are making sort of these sort of thing, you know, these kind of parts, especially like with the, the dipstick adapter That's right. that they that they manufacture is, is fantastic. So, um yeah, definitely check those guys out. Um, we have a really good relationship with them. Um, they built some really, really nice stuff. So yeah. So that's that's the product plug for the moment there. <laughs> um, next thing, uh, don't over tighten your uh, high pressure oil pump fittings. I think they are rated for twenty eight foot pounds. Um, since there is a fitting on there, it's hard. And one of them is a ninety degree fitting off there. You can't get a socket on there. Yeah. So if you don't have a crow's foot and you're just using a box end wrench, just remember. That that is a I think it's an aluminum like the the body of the high pressure oil pump is aluminum. Yeah, you can strip it out very easily, and the fitting is an O ring seal. So just remember, as you're tightening it down, like I'm not trying to say you never need a torque wrench, but as you're tightening it down, once you feel that O ring start to grab, you're gonna feel the metal like where you're yeah. running out of threads. Just stop. And at that <laughs> point, that's basically where you need to be. Like I, 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 I did it by hand, and it came up on me faster than I thought I was going to, and then I checked with my torque wrench and I was actually spot on. Yeah. But I basically got it to where it was like, I could feel the metal and I just, I gave it the, and it, like yeah. literally just, and I'm not talking, not even like a quarter of a turn. Just, just I'm talking just to, like to where like you can feel the materials engage and that the O-ring is seated and just a little bit more, like just yeah. freaking scotch. 28 I, pounds is not a lot. I always get so nervous when people have like called in and asked for like torque, especially on like, like fuel system stuff, like on fuel lines. Like mm-hmm. I'm, sh- yeah, I'm sure there's a probably a proper torque for it. For it, but I always tell people like, just remember how tight it was when you took it off. Yeah, <laughs> and do the same thing. Or just, <laughs> no, it's but, also kind of just knowing the metal you're screwing yeah, into and what's exa- going on. Exactly. Yeah. That that's that is so key because, like, I can't. I mean, there's times where I've, you know, put things together and I didn't look at any torque specs. But you just kind of know when yeah. something's tight and, and how tight something should be after you've kind of worked your way through, you know, whatever you're working on. So it, it, some some of those things you get a little I, – I always got a little nervous on telling people like, well, just, you know, go until it's snug and then just like a little bit. You know what I used to tell people? Hmm. There was this uh, – like especially for anything like with a 3 eighths ratchet, Cooper's got this 3 eighths ratchet that's got – only about a three inch handle on it. Oh yeah, I've got one of those too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a okay. three inch ratchet and they a quarter to, inch body. Yeah, if you use that. Yeah, use that to tighten it, and you can tighten it. You know, if you're if you're one of those guys that just wrenches things down, use mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because you're gonna have way less leverage. It's not gonna get as tight as it would with a normal like six or eight inch you know ratchet. Mm-hmm. Totally. Use a smaller one, and that way you're not stripping stuff. Because that's like the worst thing. Oh that, man. I t- <sighs> that is. I'm gonna say that. It is the worst thing that can happen is when you're doing an install and you're tightening and you, 
you, you know that feeling. You just blow out some threads. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the worst. I, can't, I, I just got the feeling. Like, oh, I was God. About times I saw it. your face and you're just like, I saw the actual face that one would make when they blow out threads. <laughs> we all know that yeah. feeling. And you're thinking to yourself like, please, oh. dear God, let there be enough studs sticking out for me to grab with vice grips yeah. or something. Please. Oh yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever. Cause you in usually it's not like the first bolt, it's the last one. Mm-hmm. It's the last one. Yeah. And then yeah, so just so be careful with torque and stuff. Those. It's 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 better to it's better to have it loose for you to go back and tighten than it is to have you over tighten and strip something and not have the ability to either replace the bolt or do anything like that. So just keep true. that in mind. Yeah, like, uh, with those fittings, if you think to yourself, if you're not sure if you're tight enough, just remember, if you are a little loose and you put it in the truck... It's just going to leak. It's going to leak real fast. And you know what you do? You give your box head wrench and you turn the and truck you just off. just tighten it. <laughs> tighten it up a little bit. Turn the truck on. Is it leaking still? No. Okay. So you've got some fail-safes to work yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> Rather be loose than too tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing is the truck is going to... Once you start everything back up, the truck is going to run like absolute crap. Yep. You've, just, you've got a whole bunch of air in the system. Um, it's just the name of the game. It's going to run like total crap. Uh, so let it idle for a while. Maybe take it for a drive. Uh, kind of work some of the air out. Um, if you can, park it on a slope um, where the tr- engine's higher. And there's a pocket of air that usually likes to accumulate right under the IPC sensor, ICP sensor. <coughs> uh, so just crack that sensor till oil comes out and you know put it back in. You know, yeah. you're, you're good to go there. Um, do you know what I'm surprised they didn't do on those high-pressure oil pumps? Hmm. Is make like a like a... Cause you know, like you know when you build like a small block Chevy or something like you there's like a a, a, a shaft you can put into where like the distributor is that runs the oil pump and you can mm-hmm. and you can get the oil going through the engine like I'm surprised there's not like a priming like a priming port on a you know what I mean where you could like spin that thing up to well, it, but it's it, attached to the engine at that point so yeah. it's like I guess you couldn't but well and that's why they have you fill up like why you should fill up fill the, up the reservoir, reservoir first. just so because um, then the the lower pressure oil pump will then fill yeah. that in time and so i mean if you think about it if, if the high pressure oil pump is grabbing oil from the reservoir once that engine starts turning over and then low it's is going to come oil. in it's going to pull yeah, up because i mean oil, oil pressure builds up like that mm-hmm. anyway so uh one other note too on the adrenaline um they actually have you remove the two springs yes um because it, it actually internally balances it so you don't need to use those um and you also do not need to run a crossover tube uh if you already have one on the truck and you can actually take that bad boy off cool um other than that um, man, it was, uh, I don't know how much labor they charge for those, <laughs> but I think if I had the proper tools and maybe done two or three of them, you could bang one of those out real fast. Yeah. And I, and keep in mind, I was working in my garage with not great lighting. It was cold. I had to take, I had to like take multiple breaks cause you know, I had to go, you know, my wife wanted to go for a run. So I'd, you know, eat lunch and watch a little dude. Um, and I still was able to easily finish it in a day. <coughs> After having to go to the, you know, auto two different auto yeah. parts stores to find stuff. Yeah. So easily done in a weekend. Um, if you're highly motivated and you're under the gun, I'm sure you can get it done in maybe two hours. Yeah. If you're thrashing on something and it's like pressure, yeah, you can get it done fast. Um, but obviously you need to make sure you're, you know, dotting your eyes and crossing your T's and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's about it. Like I, that's, that's all the advice I have for you guys on that <laughs> one, man. Like it was, uh, I'm glad that I got to do it. Um, the only other time I, that I had a high pressure oil pump replaced uh, was on my red truck when yep. I first got it. Super green, didn't even know what a high pressure oil pump was, and had to have one replaced at the shop that I was taking the truck to. So <clears throat> that was my first 
First one. Yeah, the guy was, well, even the guy I took it to was like, high pressure oil pump, and I had to go <laughs> and Google it. I didn't know what the hell it was. What would you rate it as far as a difficulty scale from 1 to 10? Ooh. Um, and this is for someone that has basic knowledge, does does his own oil changes, does his own fuel filters, does his own ba- basic maintenance. I'd say would basic you maintenance, you know. What would you rate it? Maybe a six to seven. Okay. You know, it's not hard. Um, there's a lot of uh, prior mechanical common sense stuff that goes in there. Um, like you, when you're taking your your the fuel housing off or the the, the fuel off, you know, not just yanking on hoses, actually getting in there with a pick, like a 90 degree pick, and breaking the seals loose on the hoses. Yeah. That kind of stuff. If you've never done that before, you're like, man, these hoses won't budge. You know, and you start yeah. breaking fittings off, and you you just have to really you know, understand you, what's going on. Understand what's going. You just got to break the seal. That's it. And that brings me up to my rant. We haven't done one in a while. No, do it, man. Um, <clears throat> it was funny because I was uh, I was what was I doing? I was exp- I was explaining to my wife because we don't. I know like you're. I don't know how proficient your 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 woman is in like weaponry, as far as like pistols and rifles and that sort of thing. Honestly, I think she sandbags a little bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out. Okay, there, but yeah. It, so okay. my my wife like my wife doesn't necessarily like she she knows the basics of like I would say like a bolt action rifle kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. like with like my AR like she doesn't like to. Uh, so basically, how this all started was uh, we were uh, we were talking about like the AR our AR 15 and like how to you know she was wondering how to like rack a fuck you know rack around. And, uh, you know, you know how to shoot it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, telling her like, here's what you do. And during the process, I realized that I was, what I was doing was I was explaining how every little thing works in order to explain how, it, how it works. Does that make sense? Yeah. She doesn't even know the inner workings. She just needs to know how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what my mistake was. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, but that's, then I realized that. You know, there's obviously different brains out there as far as how to learn stuff, but I don't know how many people out there that think the same way I do. I'm sure, like, I'm sure you do and like, mm-hmm. probably Cam. But, like, once you understand how everything functions, like how every little piece contributes to the bigger pic- the bigger picture, it, like the operation of things, like uh, whether it be an engine, whether it be a gun, whether it be whatever, it just makes so much more sense oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, but to my wife, it's like no, it's like just how do I do it? You know, I'm yeah. just sitting here and telling her like, okay, when you do this, this pulls this spring back and it locks it here, and then you push it forward, and then once you hit that button, it shoots the round, and <laughs> the round's actually here, not here. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, okay, and then she like told me like, okay, you're you've lost me, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, <laughs> like and I did. It's, <laughs> it's like I don't need to know how. I don't need to know how the switch on my stove works yeah, to start boiling I just need water to know, for pasta. I just yeah. need to know how to cook pasta. Exactly. Do you like it firm? Do you like it limp? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Do you like it? But no, that. I, um, so I think there. If for anybody out there that's like maybe struggling on on how on how something works, whether it be a high pressure oil pump, common rail, whatever, try to l- come at it from a different angle mm-hmm. and look at each individual part and how they all contribute to the bigger picture of how that thing functions. Because then you can then wrap back around and then go, oh, that all makes so much more sense because I know how everything else is contributing to make everything else work 
you know, to me, it just, that that's how, how I, you know, how I learn other than like getting my hands on something and actually mm-hmm. doing it, but knowing how everything else functions, um, you know, beneath the surface, I guess. Well, you just got to remember like they, they, but like yeah. our <laughs> wives, I don't know my wife, you know, yeah. it's very smart lady. Yeah. She's intelligent. You know, it just doesn't like her mechanical background is not the same as mine. I've yeah. been thinking about mechanical stuff since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I was taking apart clocks and we've all, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, everything. Most VCRs. of us are all like that. You know, <laughs> you take apart stuff and your dad walks in and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you got to put that back together. You're like what? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, and, and they weren't doing that. Yeah. Girls weren't doing that. And yeah. it's the same reason why, like if my wife tries to explain to me, man, I, I like how, why she uses certain makeup as opposed to other makeup and certain brushes because of these brushes and other stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, a brush is a brush dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's I mean, like, well, a truck is a truck. And I'm like, we can, whoa, we're going to divorce. Well, yeah. <laughs> Get out yeah. of my house. <laughs> no. And it's, it's kind of the, um, I guess whenever I run into an obstacle that I can't figure out instead of like just giving up what I, what I try to do is come at it from a different angle. Just like mm-hmm. I know we've talked about with diagnosing trucks, instead of trying to find what is the issue, I know what you're going to say. Figure out what is working first. Figure I out remember what is. I was in the sales floor when you said that to someone, and that's yeah. the first time I heard that. I was like, that is genius. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not. But the, the fact, okay, if you want to break that down a little bit, mm-hmm. it's really not that genius. <laughs> It's not, but because you're just literally you're just shifting and coming at it from a di- with a different mindset, and it makes sometimes it makes things so much clearer. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing as like you know di- you know like you know like the gun thing I was talking about. You know, for me, it, you know, if I didn't understand how something was functioning, I look at every other thing and how it all contributes, and then it's like okay, you look at the big picture, and you're like, wow, I get it now. So. Yeah, that's my, I guess, my my rant, my rant slash advice for anybody out there that's run into a wall that maybe, whether, I mean, I guess you could use that advice with pretty much anything. I mean, whether it be like life, whatever stuff or anything, like just come at it from a different angle. Yeah, what's, come at it from a different angle. That'll change your mindset and maybe open your mind up to something else. Cam just getting it over there. Yeah, I don't know what he's listening to. Is, 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 well, it, us is right he now. listening to us? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, he's watching, drinking his polar seltzer over there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my rant's pretty short. I'm just gonna throw some some news out there. Uh, put a tune on my truck last night. <laughs> 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 it is so funny because probably the people are listening and are like, your truck's not running right. Why would you do that? We listen to you. Yeah, no. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's, you just got to, why not? <laughs> I'll explain more in yeah. another episode because this one's going long, but uh, I put a tune on the truck. Makes me happy. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> that's all that matters. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> this is fun stuff. It's gonna wrap this one up. Thanks for watching. Yeah, uh, thanks hit for the listening. subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram. Have a great day. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wash Goodbye. your damn hands. You yeah. filthy animals. You filthy animals. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.